Hi everyone, welcome to Socialize TV. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a channel where we will be discussing many different topics. This commentary is based on my opinion only. Nothing should be taken as fact or personal. Stay tuned in and let's get started with today's video. Hello everyone. Good morning, afternoon, and evening to you wherever you may be. This is another episode of Socialized TV. Bear with me trying to talk through this because the fall and early winter air is really taking a toll on my voice and drying out my voice so sometimes it gets really, really difficult to talk. And so, um, just bear with me as I try to get through this. I want to talk about first dates and how in 2023, we just could not get more polarized about this topic. And it's kind of annoying because it's really taking away from the overall purpose of what a first date is and just really making the experience of dating and meeting new people very unpleasant for people to want to get involved in. And it's ultimately going to cause a further rift, to be honest, between men and women and not allowing the right people who are looking for a genuine to a genuine connection to not even be able to meet each other. I'm sure at this point you are familiar with the Cheesecake Factory viral drama that has gone on on social media about this woman who was going to go on a first date with this man and she felt as though him wanting to take her to the Cheesecake Factory was unacceptable and beneath her and essentially wanted to get the internet's opinion about it and ended up receiving a lot of backlash and a lot of attention for it. So I'm not going to cover all the ins and outs of it here. You can go look it up. I won't be saying anything that hasn't already been said. But I just want to take this time to just sort of talk about what I'm observing with 
first date culture and some of my experiences with it currently in 2023. One of the things that I first want to address about first dates is being prepared to not only provide yourself the experience on the first date, but to also have your transportation, your own money, and and everything else that'll be necessary because you just never know how that situation is going to go. As it particularly pertains to food dates where you're going to share a meal, I personally, whether my date is going to foot the whole bill or split it won't matter to me because I already have an idea as to how much I'm willing to spend for my own meal, especially if I already know where we're going ahead of time. I generally do not order really anything expensive, quote unquote, because if I'm really engaging with you and we're having a great conversation, I'm not really going to be eating very much. And so I don't like to be hassled with to-go boxes and taking food home. So I order something relatively light, like a salad or chicken fingers and fries, something like that, or, or just some type of appetizer so that it's no particular big deal. It, and I also do this too if I've never been to that place before. And so I'm not really sure what I'm going to like. So I tend to stay in the appetizer section of the menu just so that I can keep it light and cheap, to be perfectly honest. Because again, I don't know whether he's going to cover the bill or not, but it doesn't really matter because I have full intention on paying for my own meal. Which in general, you know, just have your own money. Don't put yourself in a situation where you find out after the fact that your date is not going to pay for your meal. And then you're stuck sitting there trying to figure out, okay, well, what are we going to do from here? Because I don't have any money. I don't think it's wise to be in a situation like that. So always come prepared. In the same realm of being prepared, have a way to get to and from, not just to there and not home. Have both covered some kind of way. Either you have arrangements for someone to pick you up and take you home via a friend, family member, or um, Uber or Lyft or something like that. Also... I would say maybe a subsection of that or maybe a third thing is to let somebody know that you're going on a date. Let somebody know your whereabouts. You just want to practice safety when it comes to meeting somebody for the first time because you have no idea how that first date is going to go. Because most of the time you could talk to somebody online and they seem really engaging and nice and friendly and this and that. But they're on the other side of the screen. And so 
you're not going to really get a sense of their essence until you're sitting face to face with them. So you can read body language. So you can look into their eyes and make eye contact. How you can just be on behavioral analysis mode. So don't get too hemmed up on the phone conversation. Some people are very good at making conversation on the phone. And there's some people who are really good at texting. But you're not really going to get a holistic sense of how they are until you are seeing them in person. So definitely let somebody know where you're going to be just for safety reasons. Also, there are some people who have different opinions about what is good conversation topics, meaning they don't think it's wise to get into really heavy subjects as a first date. My opinion is this. I don't think that there's anything off topic or off limits rather to a first date conversation because you really want to utilize that opportunity to get to know them. The only way I think it's appropriate is if your date happens to mention something. Like let's just say they mentioned something that happened in their childhood that changed them and you have a similar experience. So then that could segue into having a conversation about that. But to bring up childhood trauma, so to speak, unwarranted can be inappropriate. So I would say if your date is bringing up certain topics, go along with that. Let your date lead the conversation for the most part. Um, I find that I, I know personally I can be very talkative. And some people like that and some people do not. So I like to be in a position where I'm saying as least as possible. So if, again, my date was to talk about a certain topic, then we'll talk about that. But they're essentially leading the conversation and I'm following. I may interject and direct the conversation somewhere else, but for the most part, I'm letting them lead the conversation so I can get a sense of what they are and are not comfortable talking about. So those are just some of the things that you should do to prepare for the date, as well as um, some etiquette when it comes to the conversation aspect. Another thing, weirdly enough, when it comes to what do you wear on a first date, it really depends on where you're going. Um, as far as places that are good first dates, I really think as long as it's not like fast food, like McDonald's, Burger King, Popeye's, or something like that, any restaurant really is perfectly fine. You're there to sit down, have a conversation, and share a meal. As long as it's something to your taste and their taste, I don't think the restaurant matters. I also don't recommend going on a hike. Um, that can be just very dangerous and unsafe. So I wouldn't want to go on a hike just 
some those are just some like red flag things for me just off top that I wouldn't want to do as a first date. I would say going to like somewhere fancy or going on a hike are for situations where you've seen that person a few times and you feel comfortable enough doing that, but not for a first date. That's that's just me. Um, I wouldn't personally do it. Also, too, if I can avoid it, I don't want to go to your house on a first date. And I don't want you going to mine either, just simply for safety reasons. And it's way too intimate because, let's just be honest, the way we like to get cozy these days segues into sex. And I'm not one of those people who is going to be like, don't have sex on a first date. I personally have not seen where it makes any kind of difference. Controversial, I don't know, maybe. But I I just don't see where it makes a difference. As long as, I would say this, since we're talking about it. If you are going to, if you know more than likely you are going to have sex on a first date with that guy, be emotionally prepared to not hear from him again. And the reason I say that is because these days, just keeping it real, most guys don't have a high opinion of women. And so we're we're looked down upon if, you know, we want to be intimate right away. So... If that is a situation where that kind of happens, um, just just be prepared to not hear from him. He most likely isn't going to take you seriously after that. And this isn't to say that you necessarily did anything wrong, but that's most likely the, the perception he's going to have of you. And so it's just best to move on. To, to be perfectly honest too, like if I'm being real, and this may sound a little toxic, but... If you don't really care about him that much, meaning you aren't, you don't see him as boyfriend material, but you want to be intimate and you like him enough to be intimate with him, just sleep with him and move on. Because I find that the only reason it hurts our feelings when we sleep with a guy and then he doesn't want to deal with us after that is because we liked him the best. Because, yes, you should date multiple people at one time. Just that that is dating to figure out who you are going to connect with instead of just putting all your eggs in one basket. But that's kind of what we tend to do without trying to do it. Where we're dating, we, out of, let's just say, the two or three that we're talking to at one time, that one guy that we want to sleep with, that's the one we also want a relationship with. And so it's like, and most of the time, it doesn't segue into that. You can't, you know, F your way to a relationship with a guy. I've learned that. It's like, no matter how attractive you think he is or how he pretends to be so into you, you're not going to get a relationship out of him unless that's what he wants. If that's not what he wants, it's not going to matter what you want. 
that's that's the unfortunate truth. So I would say, you know, if it's really a thing of just getting sexual satisfaction, pick the guy you don't really like all that much or not as much as the other ones, sleep with him and just move on. That that's my advice with that. Um, but yeah, going to going back to going to someone's house for the first day, I would just avoid that altogether. Just personally. As far as what to wear, be cute but comfortable. Um, I personally tend to overdress for every occasion almost. Not over-the-top dramatic and gaudy overdress, but in comparison to the other person that I'm hanging with, I'm definitely overdressed. So what I've done now is to really scale it back. And considering that it's a lot colder right now, this is not hard to do. Like, I will easily throw on jeans and a hoodie and a sweater and and just really call it a day, to be perfectly honest. Because what I've never liked just dating my entire life is that I would be going on on a date with a guy and when I see how he's dressed, I get immediately irritated because I stressed myself out so much about what to wear I have all of these clothes laid out on my bed that I got to put away when I get home. All because I'm trying to figure out what is going to look the best. What is he going to like me in the best to wear? All for him to just show up in something that looks like he wore it all day long since this morning or to the gym. Or worse yet, he looked like he just got up out of bed. There's only been one time where a guy, like, he really dressed nice for us to go on a date. And I really appreciated that because it showed that he put in some kind of effort. And a lot of people, they're not putting in any effort at all. And it just makes you wonder, like, well, why should I care so much if they're not going to care, excuse me, if they're not going to care so much. So, picks, don't get so hemmed up on how you're looking. Wear whatever you would normally wear if you were hanging out with your friend. If you're going to, I don't know, let's just say you go to Applebee's for lunch. Put on a cute top, some jeans, Comfortable shoes and call it a day. Who cares? Um, you know, wear makeup. Don't wear makeup. Whatever, whatever it is you feel like that day is gonna work for you. Go with that. Um, who cares? I I've found that really stressing out about minuscule things like that did not change the outcome of the date. Other things change that outcome. Not whether I wore makeup or not, whether I was over... None of that had anything to do with why the date didn't go well. There have been times I've had a great first date. 
where the conversation was good. We were engaging. We laughed. We talked about different topics. We hugged. Everything was great. Never heard from them again after that. And I still don't know why. So there is also that possibility where everything could seem to go perfect, but you still don't hear from them. So it's like, well, what do you do then? It's much easier said than done, but to really make it a habit of not getting emotionally wrapped up in what the result of this first date is going to be, is just, I feel, going to save you a lot of emotional grief in the long run. Because we, I feel like sometimes when we mess up is we just have these enormous expectations about what's going to happen on this first day and if it's going to lead to a second date, we, we jump ahead of ourselves instead of taking it one step at a time. And there are things that could come up that probably initially didn't seem as though were going to be an issue or things that you didn't know about when you were having a conversation prior to making the plans. Like it, for example, I've been in a situation where I went on a first date with a guy and not until we actually sat in front of each other and started having a conversation did he then decide to mention that he had children. And I was really upset when it's like, okay, now you pick the time to mention something like that. Because for me at the time, whether a guy had children or not was a deal breaker for me because I didn't have children and I still don't have children now presently because that affects how much time I'm able to spend with a guy and I need to spend as much time as possible with somebody that I'm getting to know for the first time. That's just what I personally need. And so children interfere with that. So it's like, I would have preferred to have known that actually prior to meeting up because that may have been the thing that made me be like, thanks, it was nice getting to know you, but I don't think this is going to work out. That's just me. So like I said, sometimes it it could be a thing of things are going to come up after the fact until you get in front of that person and uh, I don't know, maybe... That's the time where the conversation or the subject is brought up for the first time and it wasn't brought up prior to all of the chatting and the, the messaging that you were doing beforehand. That happens. Some people, and, and to be fair, I don't think people necessarily do it on purpose. I think it is a thing of not wanting to scare the person away or just not knowing how that information is going to be received. So they would rather tell it to you in person. I do think in general that could be an innocent thing. But it can be frustrating because again you already have an expectation and a... I don't know what word to call it. But you already just have a a, a thing that... it that in your mind, you've already put this person in that box for you. And so now whatever information that you learn on top of that 
could be a huge deal breaker and make you just want to not pursue the situation altogether. So I would say it's a tough middle ground with that where it's like, I don't know what should or should I be, you know, disclosed or talked about up front right then and there before the date or if talking about it face-to-face in person is the best time rather than over text or phone call. I think it just depends on what it is. Also, I would say as well that when it comes to first dates, be open-minded because there are a lot of circumstances that have put people back in the dating market to begin with. There are a lot of people who I'm not even going to lie. There are a lot of people who I honestly just think are lonely. They're not really looking for a relationship because they just don't want to do all of the responsibility and the commitment that would require a healthy relationship. They just want somebody in their life that they have access to. That's what I think it is boiling down to because I can't understand how you have people who on their profile say one thing and then get in front of you, you have a conversation and then it's like you can't even really gauge what it is they want. And sometimes you find yourself asking yourself, well, what do you want with me? Or why Why did you message me? Or why did you match with me? Why do you want to go on a first date with me? Why do you want me involved with you if you're saying, you know, you're not really looking for a relationship or you don't want to, you know, get involved in anything too serious too soon? Then it's like, well, what the hell are we doing? Because my thing is this, and maybe this is just me, but if you don't want a relationship and you just want to, I guess, make a new friend, I don't have to really be wasting my time going places with you to do that. I can get to know you just fine over the phone, personally. Like, we don't even have to be wasting our time doing all of this. Because if... See, that to me... When you're going on dates, that to me is saying you are trying to make initiative to take things further. Or maybe it, maybe that's just different now. I don't know, but that's just how I always looked at it. And so a lot of people are just in this in-between space. They don't really know what they want. And it's like, those are people you just kind of need to leave them where you found them because They're unsure, and if they're unsure, they're going to make you even more confused. So it's a situation that's not really going to be good for both of you. So don't get involved with that. Also, when it comes to the dating sites and just trying to find people to connect with, I am really struggling with finding people that I would potentially like. And for the past couple of years, I've exclusively have been using Facebook dating. 
And what I've noticed about Facebook dating is their algorithm is really strange. They have a section where it's people who you could just generally search for that are based off of your criteria. Then you have the section of people that Facebook dating says what to match with you based off of, I guess, whether you fit their criteria for what they're searching for. But what I always find that no matter how many times I've been on and off Facebook dating, this problem still exists. Regardless of me changing my location and things like that, the people who I'm, the people who are being funneled to me because they have seen my profile never match any of the criteria that I set to filter the search. Hopefully that makes sense. For example, if I said as a preference, I want to match with people who live at the most 15 miles away, almost every person who supposedly has swiped right on me to match live 30 plus miles away or live in a completely different state. I'm in Maryland. And so I have matched with people in Ohio, Texas, just everywhere. Sometimes not even along the East Coast. I've matched with people from Canada. And I'm just like, is the app just completely ignoring what I'm putting as preferences because this is ridiculous. Another thing with height. My minimum height requirement is 5'11". Everybody who is matching with me is 5'7 and shorter. I'm just like, you can't sit here and tell me that my preference criteria is too strict because what happens is when I am the one doing the searching, then that's what I see people who actually meet the preferences that I'm searching for. Now, whether or not they are seeing my profile, I don't know. But when I'm the one doing the searching, then I see the people who meet my preferences. So I find that really interesting how that is working, where Facebook is showing your profile to people who do not meet your preferences, but yet when you are the one doing the searcher, then that's where you see who you will want. And it's totally different groups and sets of people. It's amazing. And I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but I don't like it. And so that was part of the reason why I just had to get off of there altogether because I'm just like, you're not even showing me people that I actually would be interested in. So, not saying it can't work for some people, but it just hasn't worked for me. And it no longer is working for me. And so, I just deleted it so now I don't have anything going on. But, um, yeah. So, when you're looking for people to match with and you start chatting and this and that, The initial conversations all start so many different ways. Some you could talk to and then somehow the conversation goes left and turns sexual. 
And then there's some that you could tell, like, a real person really wouldn't engage in conversation like this, so it's probably a bot. There's all different things. So you, you just have to have discernment to weed out all of the potential problems when it comes to finding somebody to even talk to. So, like, this is preliminary before we even get to making arrangements for a first date. Just finding somebody to make a connection with is hard enough as it is. And I think that's so unfortunate. I also feel as though people are very petty when it comes to dating. It's like they'll look for any excuse to write you off. And I'm just like, why are you even dating people if the littlest thing can annoy you or make you be like, you know what, I don't want to deal with this person. Like, what? what is the point? And I think a great example of how that plays out is on YouTube. I don't know if it was a social experiment or like an internet show, but it's it's called The Button. And so it's like speed dating where you have two people who sit down in front of each other and the button is like the mediator. So it'll interject at certain points in a conversation where it, it seems like somebody is getting uncomfortable or one person says something that is another person's red flag and they're kind of triggered. And so it'll light up red. And so what'll happen is if a person doesn't want to talk to that person and wants to reject them, they have to hit the button. And then that person who's rejected is swapped out for somebody new and the cycle just keeps going. So that is a perfect example of just how superficial and picky people are, but yet they want to look for love. I don't think people are putting in a serious effort to do that. And at the end of the day, it's a waste of everybody's time, which is sad. But, um, I'll just conclude with this. Just understand that it is difficult and you are not the only one who thinks it is difficult to find somebody and you're single and you're open to meeting someone and potentially have a new relationship. You're not the only one who is having difficulty. I completely understand. So... I would just say be open-minded and be prepared to just deal with all different kinds of scenarios when dating. And I hope that you find somebody who you will connect with, but it is definitely a challenge. Be safe and smart when making decisions when meeting somebody who you don't know for the first time. Because at the end of the day, Going on a date and getting to know someone does require a certain level of trust. And um, you just want to keep yourself safe because you really don't know who the, the real person in front of you. Unfortunately, you have a lot of people who are good at pretending. They're good at making it seem like they're so nice and they're so sweet where they could be the exact opposite and you might not even figure it out until it's too late. So just be smart about your decision making. Always be prepared. 
like I said, have your own transportation, have your own money, and I think you will be just fine. That concludes this episode of Socialized TV. Thank you so much for listening. Like and follow the podcast on all streaming and social media platforms. And like and follow the Facebook page so you can keep track of all future postings and episodes. I love you guys so much and I will see you in my next one. Bye-bye and so long.